Hello ladies, let me introduce you to the four J's. Jealousy, jadedness, jazziness, and James. <laughs> A.K.A. Jimbo. <laughs> and my name is Keen, but I don't think that's any of your business. And welcome along to Sissy That Pod. It's All Stars 5, Episode 5, Snatch Game of Love. Da, 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 is that is that generic stock music? I'd love to get I think it. So. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to find yeah. it. Um, I'm I think sure that's it's on I, YouTube somewhere. And have it play as like your background music as you walk into rooms or <laughs> <laughs> live your it life is, like a like a t- it, children's TV presenter. <laughs> anyway, this week's guest is the wonderful Mr. Joe Black. They are a cabaret performer, a super villain, a musical comedian. They're really, really interesting drag performer. So we were delighted to have them on to share with us one of the most drama-filled episodes in Drag Race history. I, I would say that it like it, it was a tale of two halves. All right, Eamon Dunphy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because I actually would say that I found the first half lacked something in the drama department. And then the second half, it was like... Ooh. It was like, come on, guys, we need to do some solid interviews. We need a Netflix original series to work out this drama. Who was plotting Who was, who was plotting a very dirty plot against Shea Coulee? Who was yeah. plotting that very who? dirty plot? Was it Nafty Nick? Was it Nathan Miller? We never know. <laughs> so, let's talk about So, let's welcome to the podcast, Mr. Joe Black. Joe, thank you so much for joining us today. You managed to bag yourself a good episode full of drama, full of Snatch Game. So welcome along. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. Before we start, do you want to tell people sort of where they can find you on social media? Um, well, my name is Joe Black. Uh, I can occasionally apparently be found on the internet doing uh, cabaret shows on Facebook Live. Though for some reason I think live internet shows are sort of pittering out a little bit because now people can apparently go to the pub. Um mm. And uh, yeah, I can be found on Instagram, Mr. Joe Black. That's Twitter, Mr. Joe Black. And Facebook, Joe Black. Don't add me on my profile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's jump back to this week's episode. There isn't that much really surprise when, you know, Mayhem reveals that she voted for herself. Shay goes on a bit of a rant that she shouldn't have voted for herself. But then they start to discuss who they think was the forerunner. Who, Joe, in your opinion, would have been the forerunner up until this episode? Um... Well, Shay's obviously doing very well. Mm. Um, a couple of little slip-ups and stuff, but I assume it's a very high-pressure environment. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, I think that's to be uh, that's to be uh, understood. Um, I think India was doing very well. Um, much better than I thought she was going to be doing. Mm. Um, I mean, again, a few a few slip-ups, but I think my... Uh, for me, the bar was set quite low. Mm-hmm. For India, I was never really a fan, and now you know what was the look, what was the runway for last week? It was the transformation, wasn't it? Cam- camouflage couture. Oh, the camouflage one. Yeah. All right. No. See, now I'm still thinking about her houndstooth one that she did for the tra- uh, for the oh the three and one reveal one. I think I've just settled on that, and that's why. Like, I really like India Ferrer. <laughs> what I mean by what I mean by that is, I would wear that Dr. <laughs> <Doctor Doctor Doctor laughs> outfit. <laughs> Um, 
No, the uh, oh Shay's look for the camouflage one was beautiful. Um, yeah, I think I think I'd go with Shay. Yeah, for, 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 yeah. For I, I kind of feel the same. She's impressed me the most. But if I think of track record, Juju B seems to be kind of the most consistent. I was about to say that actually is that Juju, but but Juju B is one of those. You get these queens, I think, that are just very good. Yeah. At at it. That's the only way to put it. It's just they're just very good. Yeah. Um, at kind of an all round thing. And they can kind of adapt themselves. And Juju B is very much that really, way. yeah. And I think that from yeah. that you've seen through the three seasons now that she's been on, like where she's grown in certain areas, like her snatch game when she did it for the first time, and then All Stars one wasn't great, and this was like a masterclass in it. Like you really see that she's so polished now. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think that she kind of had broke away from the pack a bit last week, but after this week, maybe Shay and her it's back head to head in my in my view. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and also that Eartha kit was. I mean, I'm sure we'll go into this when we get to the actual snatch game. But the the last few times I've seen people doing Eartha kit, I've been so excited, and then they've never been. Yes, great. And Eartha kit is such a perfect. Yeah, she really snatch is. game, mm. and and Jujubee showed why she's a perfect snatch yeah. game. Yeah, because yeah, she because exactly. I think the last two times that we saw her done, I'm getting much far away. It was very much like they had the ticks and they had the kind of like the movements kind kind of right. But there was no connection through to the actual humor, no follow through using the character mm-hmm. to be funny. Whereas GGB really did that extremely well, and, and I yeah, because I just yeah, think of Valentina. It's all the voice. Uh, yeah, exactly. And you can say whatever you want. You just sort of say it in that purr, and it's going to be like spectacular. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think of uh, of the the Grace Jones that uh, BB Sahara Benet did when you know Grace Jones doesn't necessarily have lines. Yeah, it was saying things that are funny. As Grace Jones. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's a similar kind of what she said to, BB said to Rue something like, um, when are we going to fuck? Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's also a very kind of, you know, Eartha Kitty thing as well. When are we going to get down to a dream home? It's just, just, just something as simple as that. It's not, it's not a catchphrase. It's just like a. Yeah. It's an energy. A, a being. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first walkthrough of the season, I think, in All Stars. And I always think it's funny how how willing the queens are to please Rue. Like, when Rue was like, oh, I have these stock lines I use. Like, I don't think that's any of your business. And then he's like, you tell me something. And you know what the punchline's going to be, but they all just fall around laughing anyway. <laughs> yeah, they sort of go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he, he basically... He just says, give give me this. I want you to say this to me. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just, just look at him like a cat that's been in, put in charge of a fucking helicopter or something. At that point, then we're into Snatch Game. We, we, like, we reached Snatch Game 12 minutes into the episode. Like We're in very quickly. So we might as well kind of discuss people's choices and then their performance at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Can, we, can we, we get to one thing? No, maybe sure. first. This storyline between Jeffrey Boer Chapman and RuPaul that runs through... <laughs> The fucking <laughs> runs through the entire episode. Like, I don't know. Like, is that just like pure RuPaul's vanity? I want everyone to believe that this insanely attractive man wants to have sex with me. Did they? Is it like the broccoli? They just thought it was going to be funny. Why? Why did they have this? Why? <laughs> I think they use him a lot, don't they, Jeffrey Boy Chapman? Yeah. Uh, as, a, as a judge. So maybe it's kind of like, well, if I keep inviting you back, there's something going on. I, I don't know. It, 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 it was. It was one of those moments where I sort of started putting my my face into my hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we know, like, Rue's addicted to the bit. Like, if he gets a bit in his head, he'll do it to death. And I think that's just what <laughs> this is, you know? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman is a judge on Jared Grace Canada, so yeah, maybe he, he did, you know, you know, sucked his way to the top. <laughs> 
Tommy Dorfman, I don't really watch 13 Reasons Why, but I felt in this episode he was like Twink Katya, who had like time traveled <laughs> if to the future <laughs> to appear I, on All Stars 5. When, when he appeared, I don't know what it is, there's something about him, and this is, might sound a I think he looks like he might be a sociopath. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know oh, what it is. Yes. Was, <laughs> that, do you get it as well? Yeah, he could play a serial killer, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a look in his eyes that was it was I you know not that I'm comparing the two but have you seen Don't Fuck with Cats? I yeah. haven't. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, there. Yeah, I, I definitely got a Don't Fuck with Cats vibe. From <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's lovely and doesn't murder cats on the internet, <laughs> but there was there was a look in his eyes that was like, oh, you might be dangerous. I don't know, but he was really <laughs> pleasant on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we discussed Jujubee and Eartha Kitt, uh, like a great a great character choice, mm-hmm. and she very well executed. She seemed to break a bit, like her roses are red, violets are blue, I love you, seems a bit weak. But overall, like mm-hmm. it seemed to be just purely off the top of her head, and it was quite good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can't imagine they get much warning. I think it might be like a, you know, now make a poem. Mm. And yes. then, oh yeah, you know, no, I know what you mean. Shit, shit, I think shit. some people go in with like planned punchlines uh-huh. and they just try to work them in. I guess, but that, but that's where sometimes if someone goes in too planned, it's gonna fuck them up. Yeah, yeah. like Miss Cracker. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't. Can we go to Miss Cracker because I don't yeah. understand why? How many times have people done Gaga now? Twice? Yeah, or two, two times. Tr- this is a third. It and well, Fifi O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah. It doesn't work. She's not no. funny. It's like Beyonce. No. People keep going back to Beyonce, but Beyonce's not funny. Gaga's not funny. And, and I, like, I think that the, the starkness of how bad Miss Cracker was this week, really, when you look at how funny she was last week, when she was mm-hmm. doing that kind of college admissions bit, and when she was just, I suppose, like, improving in, like, out of her own head. I think this year, like, or this week, because she had a character, like, that she had prepared she almost had yeah. like a straight jacket on her and maybe she felt like she could, mm. like she felt like she had to stick to a script or something it was very i was expecting much much better from her to be honest well that's the, you know you can get someone so brilliant if they choose a, a character that can't give them anything yeah they can only do their best for the character and if the character isn't right for the format then Yes, it, you know, yeah. it, doesn't work. it really did remind me of Trixie's attempt at RuPaul where she was like here are all the things i want to hit but they just didn't feel authentic yeah. No, and then and the like. RuPaul is funny in his own in controlled environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not. Mm. He's. I mean, he's on a chat show, but he's he's reciting his his jokes and things or whatever, and that's yeah. what gets the laugh. But as an off the cuff character against him himself, was yeah. never gonna yeah. was never gonna work. I just it perplexes me when anyone does like a pop star that isn't. Like a hu- I mean, they're obviously huge characters and huge personalities, yeah. mm. but not in that kind of way. You could literally pick anyone. Yeah. Well, the only caricature ability of, if that's a word, of Lady Gaga is when she was really high fashion and the meat dress and all that sort of stuff. But you can't do that in Snatch Game, you know? Definitely. And Beyonce mm. isn't a caricature. You know, she's a queen, yeah. but she isn't. You know, she <laughs> yeah. doesn't have a good personality and like Jennifer Lopez and stuff. So, yeah, yeah it, it's... If you want to do a pop star, you need to be doing like Lewis Capaldi or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Cardi B, I don't know. <laughs> Someone did do Cardi B, didn't they? Yeah, J- Jada Essence Hall did, yeah. yeah. Ah, yes. Uh, Lewis uh, Capaldi is a good suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, Adele. Adele. Adele, yeah, exactly. Brilliant. 
Um, but no, I, I, I also didn't feel like her look was very late, Lady Gaga. I, I, I'm assuming it was based on, like, was it based on, on some, yeah. on the, the Met Ball look or the Oscars look? I think it was just some star is born oh, okay. gown. Yeah. Okay. I have, I haven't seen it, but I assumed it was from a star is born. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, so let's move on to Blair's choice of Ellen DeGeneres. Um, Is she a good person to choose, do you think? I think she could be, but it might be one of those things, again, where Ellen's obviously very charming as herself. Yeah. But does it translate as a caricature? And I think that uh, Blair's one was a caricature of um, Kate McKinnon doing ellen yeah oh yeah so i Good point, I think yeah. she was re- recycling someone else's jokes but someone else's jokes from a very scripted yeah controlled environment mm. where those jokes are perfectly set up where we're trying to adapt those to a to a situation when someone's saying you know what did you have for breakfast yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> and i always think it's bad to be like oh are you ready to fall in love ellen no i'm married <laughs> I, I, think, I think that was probably where she peaked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the the look was really good. Like I, I yeah, and like the she, mannerisms as well. Yeah, she had all that like really, and even like the way she was like the way she was sitting on the chair, like that was all really very Ellen. But I think that I just don't know that like because Ellen is a comedian, so she is obviously funny. But I think that she's like probably not funny in kind of the like, quips. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't think. So you would have had to go like real over the top with her or something, something to make her funny. Like I kind of really lean into the fact that she's married herself and Portia are going through marital difficulties. And that's why she's on the show. Like, you know, create something where it's mm-hmm. like she just did like a very, like, as you're saying, kind of like quite a competent, just sort of like, this is my impersonation of Ellen. <laughs> Ellen is funny in the guise of this mass produced show where everything is down to the last minute, you know, and mm-hmm. she just, she gets these jokes and, and formats that take months in the process and she passes them off very naturally yeah. but mm-hmm. I don't know how funny she is you know if you're having tea with her well there's I think on the actual Ellen show the, the funny moments come from an interaction with someone it's not just Ellen batting it back it's yeah. Ellen mm. setting things up or her responses to something like you know a kind of like little side comment and then a look to the camera that kind of thing yeah which in in when when she's the one in the spotlight i don't i don't know if that translates as a no. parody so much but no. she looked great she did <laughs> she really did her like legs are so skinny it is <laughs> it's just a tiny bird woman oh my god <laughs> well ellen or blair blair <laughs> i mean ellen's a bit more both. robust than blair but i mean both of them are pretty tiny women <laughs> Uh, had either of you heard of Walter Mercado? No. No, I had not. No, no nor, nor had I. Uh, so the only bit I know, like Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, was from this Snatch Game. But I think Alexis, c- considering her last attempt was a really sort of butch hood, Alicia Keys, mm-hmm. did a really good job. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, I laughed. I had no idea who, who she was being, but I found it funny. Which is, again, what, yeah. you know, with Snatch Game, it's not even, the character choices in order to give a good performance... Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't know who Alexis was being, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And she kind of delivered more or less the same joke at every answer, but like did mm-hmm. it in a way where it kept being funny as well because it was mm-hmm. all like I yeah. didn't see it coming. I did see it coming. Like, I, and I thought her interactions then with the uh, with um, particularly with India were were quite funny. I think, and she was very mm-hmm. you could tell she was very in control of the situation, which I think both Cracker and India didn't feel like they were in control of the situation. 
And she was so yeah. shady as well, being just like, you didn't see that cup. <laughs> and then she sees the same line at, in its best instance, I think, was when she meets Tommy and she was like, I can see my future and I see you coming. <laughs> but it was, she was quite lucky because she had two people either side of her that weren't mm-hmm. doing yeah. that well. No. So sometimes you, you can find the, the best, some of the best ones are people that can feed off of someone else not doing well exactly yeah Mm. like uh was it uh, jinx and detox yes um that was uh, if i remember correctly that was that was a good one where jinx was able to get lines in at the expense of um, detox being kesha ben de la creme was really good at that as well when he was being paul lind and everyone else was floundering around him and he just kept bringing (laughs) it back to him um no definitely i do think that um if Alexis had been on the other panel with the with Flavor Flav and Eartha Kitt. I don't think that she would have stood out as much. I think it probably would have mm. felt kind of. No, I agree. Would have, yeah, it would have, yeah. It would have been the weakest of those three, but so I think she definitely benefited from being in the placement that she was in. And, oh, absolutely. And thank God she was because I think that if you'd had Ellen on that panel on that like love ship, it would have been <laughs> sinking faster than the Titanic. <laughs> Well, Snatch Game is between Snatch Game any like stand up comedy or roast ones are the episodes that make me start like seizing up because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you'll get people that are really not don't work in that kind of quick talking yeah. thing, mm. uh, and it, it's it, they can they can go downhill so quickly. Yeah. And I and I and I just again it makes me like put my hands into my my face into my hands and just like curl it curl into a ball. And there was what moment was it that there was? I think it was the the Jeffrey Star. There were moments where I was like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. Oh god, there is you're you're all right. There is like there is something so especially awkward about comedy that's not hitting its point. And when you're like watching the roast fail or the character kind of just like flatline you just you just want to turn away like it's just like i think it's when you can tell the the delivery of the joke isn't even like this doubt in the delivery like you know (laughs) when when rue is like what's your for breakfast oh vodka and marijuana and i I suppose that was none of your business (laughs) 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 you're just like oh there was i've still not i've still not watched in full laganja's uh, was it the roast from oh, her season? Yes. Yeah. Because that's the, how awkward those kind of when they're not going well things make me. Yeah. Is that every time it's on, I put my fingers into my ears. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can tell I've not watched it in full because I just can't cope. And that that, that Jeffree Star, for the most part, was like, I was nearly like going to mute the TV. Because I, can't, I, 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 ha- I hate watching people fail. I want everyone to do really well. Yeah. I want everyone to succeed. Because I'm like, oh, you know, like I said, in... India, I'd loved some of the some of the stuff she'd been doing, and yeah. then she'd exceeded my expectations, and I was like, no, 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 please. <laughs> one place Stop! where she one place where she did succeed was the makeup. Oh, like her face was like it was <laughs> it was exactly Jeffrey Star. It was like uh-huh. creepily like accurate. Like her makeup skills mm. seem to be like beyond compare on the show. From like what she's we good. see for her, like she's really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, her sad sitting there with her little wand, kind of like boop, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I also love when when that happened with Rue and she failed at the joke. She let in the, out the biggest gulp, like she was saying, like, mm. <laughs> 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 what am I going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, so last one then to chat about is Shay and Flavor Flav, which uh-huh. uh, you know 
we didn't know it was going to be that good like it was so strong amazing i'm not i don't i've i've heard the name flavor Flav, and i've seen pictures of them but i don't really know Hmm. what they do like i've seen the person you know wearing the giant clock yeah um and i know the name but uh i'm not that familiar with them and it was it was excellent yeah it was so excellent I, I've I've seen a couple of episodes of like Flavor of Love from like back mm. at the beginning of the reality TV tidal wave, and um, mm. so that's like really all I really know. Like I don't know where he came from. I don't know where like what his... he was in Public Enemy, the rap oh, okay. collective. Okay, mm. um, yeah, it was just really, really, it was really good. Like, it was yeah, just extremely funny. <laughs> it, 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 again it was such a good snatch game that again because i didn't know anything really about flavor flav um it was just a good character it didn't matter who shay was because they were just being absolutely excellent yeah no absolutely and you i think I mean? rue likes when you, people play up black stereotypes like if he was mm-hmm. being this black laddish guy i think rue was kind of enjoying that back and forth and like when when shay was like i've just realized you're a dude like i think rue did enjoy that sort of stereotype <laughs> well, it, 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 it works as a nice you know it's nice and subversive on the show because it's a drag mm. show sure yeah and to be doing and to be doing a straight man uh a, a drag show i think it's it 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 re- some people go well why would you do a man for snatch game but it, i think it really subverts the yeah the the the, the whole thing and it, it leaves it open to so many so many nice little things like that interaction of saying yeah. like you know didn't realize you were a dude um and it's all you know drag queens and and femme uh people doing it yeah yeah no absolutely i think i think and also some of the the best snatch games over the last couple of years have been when people have taken that risk to do the kind of like to do the straight guy or the, yeah. the male characters and they've, like they've D- really donald trump off. for example yeah. and <laughs> oh, that worked well yeah. <laughs> who would you do if you were doing snatch game do you know i always said that i would do marlena dietrich or Mae West. And then, you know, for years when we were like, oh, I wonder if we'll ever get a UK one. In my head, I was like, Marlena Dietrich, Mae West. And then I can't remember which one happened first, but Mae West happened with Alaska. Yeah. yeah I think, wait, did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that happened first. Um, and I, I was like, okay, that's one of the ones I would have done uh, out the window. Okay, they did very well. And then Sasha did Marlena Dietrich. And I was like, okay, there's the other one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so all, all, all out of ideas, answers on postcards. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> both of them had the same benefit of a few of these characters for us of like you wouldn't necessarily like they wouldn't necessarily have had a huge audience that would have like had overlap with the show so there were a lot of people were seeing this for the first time and then because they were done so well yeah. it sort of beca- it, be- it will have become the character to so many people so so many people when mm. they think of Mae West or yeah. Marina Dietrich that interpretation is what the- it's gonna be the same as like Little Edie as well from uh, from Jinx Masoon it'll be that sort of same thing I definitely benefited from Sasha doing Marlena because I used to do a Marlena impersonation so then what would happen is I could then do it at shows with a younger audience <laughs> they'd be like ah yes <laughs> There you are. Um, and then, I mean, Katia told me that uh, when they did that All-Stars one, that I think it was maybe Katia and one other person were the only ones who knew who Mae West was. Oh, wow. My God. In, 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 the, in, in, the, in the cast. I think maybe it was even just Katia, obviously yeah. in Alaska. Um, but then she said that the, the set they were filming on um, was, you, was a set for Mae West as well oh, wow. at, um, at some point. Like there was like a plaque or... Yeah. A picture or a poster or up somewhere, but yeah, that no one else on the cast knew who Mae West was. 
That's much. And I, I think that, that that blows my mind because I don't know if you've seen any of her films. I mean, if you watched one, you've watched them all because they're all exactly <laughs> the same. But that's the that's the 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 joke. And then you start you start clocking with these references. There's someone might go, oh, I've never heard of Mae West. And then you watch something like Batman and Robin, and then you realise that Poison Ivy is kind of based yeah. on Mae West. Yeah, there's lots of things that you might have enjoyed that actually Her are references to like carried on through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, now if you watch if you watch Batman and Robin, there's uh, I can't remember the exact line, but it's something Poison Ivy goes. Um, when I when I pulled the plug on uh, Mrs. Freeze, I said, "There's only room for one woman." Yeah, it was, it was something along those lines. Um, my lips are made of. <laughs> uh, venom um but it, she's all, it's all very like mm, come on <laughs> um i'm not is it cockney rhyming slang or is it dublin rhyming slang when if you say like i'm not feeling the may west is that cockney rhyming slang i i certainly know that from dublin yeah I, that's it. so i know may west i've heard her name because of that expression <laughs> oh no i've never heard that expression okay, it must be a dublin not that yeah. we have a dublin rhyming slang but a dublin slag to be like oh i'm not feeling the may west it, does that mean i'm not feeling my best yes that could be cockney yeah. rhyming slang but i've never i've never <laughs> heard it. i mean not that i not that i hang around with many like traditional <laughs> cockney, <laughs> but, um... who, who was flavor flavor your your favorite i uh, yeah flavor flavor yeah. Yeah. yeah uh for sure but I, i'm gonna say flavor flavor for for, for uh just just the moment i think so too i think i i had the most uh, laugh out loud moments at Flavor Flavor. And I've I've been heavily in love with GGB for many years now, so I'm just going to say that Eartha Kitt was I, I I would have loved her to have that moment of getting her second win for Eartha Kitt because I just I thought it was so funny. And like the that line when when your mom's like, Oh, how would you keep me warm at night? And she's like, I'd sensually walk over to the thermostat. <laughs> just like like how to like take a really mundane thing and make it so funny. <laughs> Turn it up to a sensible seventy four degrees. <laughs> I, I, I did a full-on ugly screen laugh yeah. at that. When she said that, just there going, ha! ha! Um, I love, I love mon- surreal, mundane yes. comments. Mm. I think about that, and that was definitely one of them. Was like, she essentially, yeah, just said like, I'll turn up the thermostat. But she drew it out. She so funny, so funny. Again, she's just ex- she's just Juju B is just dragging. Yeah, she yes. really is. Yeah. I loved Rue's dress on the runway this week. I thought it was just. I was, I was when she was walking down the thing. I was like, I hope those light bulbs are LED yeah. because then they won't heat up because the dress was so yes. wide that it was coming off the side of the stage. So I was like, if she stands still too long, they are going to set on fire. <laughs> I mean, she ain't wearing polyester, no. let's be honest. But. And Michelle would be like, Rue, you're on fire. He's like, yeah, I know, this looks good. No, Rue, you're actually on fire. <laughs> no, everyone would be too scared to throw a bucket of water yeah. on her in case they uh, ruin the illusion. Or she'd melt, actually, maybe. maybe. What do you think of Rue's prom photo? Oh, I'd seen that before. Yeah, me too. Um, oh, I haven't I w- seen it. I would have, I would have definitely um, hit them up on MySpace or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I would def uh, would would one hundred percent date. Um, yeah, she looks hot in it, doesn't she? Yeah, and I I remember seeing that that picture before. Uh, she had done, like with the like the weird hair and stuff. Like uh, yeah, Rue was a very handsome man, and you kind of forget it now because you're so used to her just as um, I don't know as as, uh, as almost a character. So the theme was prom queen fantasy. 
Um, uh-huh. Which I thought was good because that's kind of universal. Because even if you don't have prom, like most people have some sort of end of school party. I'm I'm really surprised Cracker didn't. Uh, more people didn't do the kind of even though everyone looked gorgeous. More did, people didn't do that kind of awkward teen thing. Yeah, I I I would have. Because I actually think the Crackers Crackers makeup idea was really clever, but this didn't really look like what I would have seen as like a prom or a Deb's dress. Um, well, everyone, everyone, like if anyone had turned up to my prom, I mean, maybe Jujubee's actually looked fairly accurate yes, uh, yeah. for a prom look. Everyone else was just, maybe they were too beautiful. Yes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That yeah, <laughs> it did, yeah. It didn't didn't get prom from from most of them. I mean, I, I got I got it from Crackers one because of the kind of awkward teen thing. But yeah, too many feathers. I don't think any teenagers have the money for that much ostrich. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, they definitely definitely could have had a hickey on their neck. Would have been a good moment. Like, as yeah. well. Like you know? I was gonna say, do they have hickeys in America? I'm like I'm pretty sure they're universal, James. <laughs> It's a worldwide L- love thing. bites, right? <laughs> yes, love bites. Uh, Alexis Mateo and her Kissinera look. This color is just so. I love this red so much. It is so beautiful. Mm. Like it, it I just... love. I love all red looks. Yeah, and the like the the huge earrings. I I I thought she looked spectacular. It's definitely the best. I think the best. And almost looked. like Jessica Rabbit hair. Vanjie wears that kind of hair a lot, doesn't she? She does. Yeah, mm. yeah, she does. Um, and she wears red a lot and it's actually because like I think that seeing the two of them together you can actually see like the makeup influence that Alexis has clearly had on Vanjie as well when you see like the, the way the two of them were kind of painted together uh, okay next up then is was India Farah I kind of th- thought we'd seen this look already from India I'm not really sure where but I actually all, all, you know I've been singing the praises of India still on that houndshoof one um, yeah. but this I don't I don't like this one. She said it was goth. And I like muttered to myself, it's tacky. Um, <laughs> it's not, you know, I love, I love goth. Uh, you know, I like them dark. Um, and that, I don't know, India just, it. Yeah. I weirdly, I, I remember when I went, when I went to my, well, prom, my Debs, um, the girl I went with was kind of a, um, like kind of like like all the good gay boys, I went with a weirdo goth girl uh, to my dad's, and she had a dress <laughs> that looked quite like actually quite similar to this, and that was all mm-hmm. like sort of um, lace and mm-hmm. leather stuff. Uh, so I, I related to this. I was like, oh, it's me and Louise heading to our dead together. <laughs> but I've definitely seen uh, India wearing this kind of thing before. Like, I think she does just like gothic kind of stuff. But you are right. It's also like, it's like Las Vegas gothic. It's very tacky. <laughs> yeah, sort of, sort of, um, yeah. you know, the like like the way the burlesque film um, made burlesque look. This is like the burlesque film version of a goth look. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Showgirls. <laughs> okay, next up is constantly out of the box Blair St. Clair with her um, dress suit thing. I'm going to tell you that I picked up a packet of tobacco and threw it at the television um, because I was so angry at how good she looked. I was, I, I was yeah. furious. She looked great. She looked, she, she came around that corner and I lit, I, I exclaimed, you fucking bitch. <laughs> because <laughs> she, she looks so good. No, I mean, it is like, it, it's stunningly beautiful. And again, that color is just gorgeous. Uh, and the hair, I like everything about this is really perfect. It's, I like I think it's kind of inspired by say that bit like the Billy Porter Oscar look from a year or two ago, which I was mm. obsessed with at the time. 
and yeah, like I, I think the, the the green with it as well. I think she just looks so beautiful. And I'm I'm always a fan of finger wave hair. And it's stoned. Apparently, <laughs> she stoned her yeah. wig. <laughs> I I I have a couple of wigs that are finger stoned finger waves. Yeah. Um, because it's I just I love it, and I've not really seen people doing it. And I think her and Shay both have stoned finger wave wigs. Yeah, yeah actually. Um, yeah. And I'm like, finally, you know, I felt like I was the only one. Um, <laughs> and not in like a, I'm the only one. In like a, finally, someone else realised you can do this. <laughs> I do sort of feel her head is too small for her shoulders. <laughs> I think her body is too small to exist. Yeah. <laughs> It does sort of feel like, oh, I've put on my dad's suit a bit, but uh, other than that, it was really strong. Uh, so then B with her v- lavender 80s inspired look. Do you know, I, I, she looks gorgeous. I also think that Cheryl Hole would wear this. Yeah. Yes. I think was that, actually, maybe that was Cheryl's promo look was very similar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was that kind Not, of... Like, it was green though, wasn't it? No, no, no. The, 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 um, the, the trailer one, which was, I think, a, a, a lavendery pink. In tool, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Because yeah. the meet the queen, I meet the queen's look was the green, the green bodysuit. Yeah, suit. yeah. Okay, but then in the, in that fun sitcom style trailer thing, I think you know when Cheryl gets thrown oh, to the yeah, floor. Yeah. It's yeah. actually funny enough. We well, I was at when I was at DragCon, her and Cheryl Hull did a little um, did a little panel together, and they seem to really love each other. So maybe they're maybe they're like swapping and sharing gowns as well. <laughs> I think I think I think everyone loves both of them. So I think yeah. them them together is one big love fest. Yeah, they're both exceptionally lovely people. <laughs> no, I do have to say when I said when I thought of prom, I was like, how can I get it out of the box? And I did think of of like trying to do some sort of Carrie inspired look, but it was not half as detailed or had half the backstory that Shay had with her. Jesus, look. yeah, I I uh, well, I didn't clock what it was at first when she yeah. came around the corner. I sort of <laughs> I sort of thought like she was dressed as a gnome because you yeah. just saw the silhouette of the tall <laughs> yeah. thing, and then as she ca- as she came forward, I was like, hang on a minute um, and it was yeah such a clever such a clever backstory um, yeah, it, on it it was because I remember Raja did this look the, the Carrie look previously um, for when she was doing her comedy thing and like she is so beautiful so it's kind of like what you're saying about the Snatch Game characters if you're going to do a look that's been done before you need to like really do it in a way that's like outside the box I think she did this exactly and she just looked phenomenal and then also having the whole like the backstory behind it just makes it so and they and that obviously she was doing that just for herself like she she was doing when she was creating it she was creating it for herself to kind of take back something that had been painful which is just really which is really quite beautiful Good yeah and it's and, and she looked she looked she she sent her message and her point across and she looked absolutely stunning while doing it yeah absolutely definitely so we've seen all six looks we've seen the the snatch game who would be your winner and your top two joe um i think yep yeah, shay was the correct winner mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um or then followed by jujubee yeah um so yeah top my top two would be shay and jujubee uh shay, yeah, shay and jujubee um <laughs> which i think they you know if i think jujubee must have been a very close uh Second. for that for that winning winning spot there and if you had given a bottom two, who would it have been? I think India and and uh, and uh, Cracker. Yeah, I think so too. I think Blair was just about safe. Well, the thing because Blair was with uh, B and Shay, mm. and she managed to not look too bad next to two sure. people that were excelling. Yes. Yeah. 
as well. Yeah, so absolutely. I mean, like she maybe she actually did better than we think, mm, but yeah. she was next to two people that were just really, really excelling. Um, I I think going back to kind of what you were saying about want just wanting people to do really well. I don't like the fact that it was like you either are the top queen or you're in the bottom. And I think particularly this week because there was such clear. Like, you want that moment of, like, when someone does really well, you see them get rewarded for it. And I feel that with Alexis and Juju in particular, they had done so well. The kind of not, like, not getting that, like, recognition of that moment of, like, you're, you know, just you're safe or whatever it is. Like, I I, I felt, like, obviously it led on to amazing drama, but I felt a little bit cheated from that. I, I didn't love the fact that it was, like, you're all on the bottom, even though you clearly don't deserve to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've got to keep mixing this up, haven't they? I think maybe people get too comfortable. Yeah. uh, And they're like, right, let's just fuck this right up. And it (laughs) makes fantastic television, as we've just seen. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel it was the producer's way of being like, okay, we haven't had a shock elimination yet. How can we get that possibly going? You know, maybe Shay, you know, Shay's going to win here. Maybe she'll eliminate Alexis, get people talking. I feel that was kind of the rationale behind it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I didn't feel, as a viewer, I was like, oh, that's annoying. Poor Jujubee's up for elimination. She doesn't deserve that. Yeah. But people who did well were never going to be eliminated, though. That's the thing. Like, I mean, we thought, Manila? Well, I mean, I guess Manila was in the bottom that time. Yeah, sure. Hmm. You know, but uh, I think at that moment we were like, okay, GGB is not going to go. No one's going to get rid of her. You know, but yeah, she should have got that recognition of like, you did well, girl, you know. I think every winning Queen's prize this week has, or this season has been a travel-related prize, which I just think is very <laughs> ironic given the times. That Hilarious. They'll, they'll all, they'll all, now they'll, they'll get a Zoom, a Zoom meeting with a hotel in Paris. They'll... <laughs> yeah you can look at the eiffel tower on <laughs> yeah, google exactly yeah we'll send you the coordinates um back to, to the deliberations though do, do we buy the india shockwave storyline or do we think that was grasping at straws to try and be kept in the competition yeah so this is actually the biggest goop of the episode right <laughs> do we, i don't i don't was that i kept expecting them to like go back to a clip mm. and they didn't which I but was there like, was no clip. Where are the clips? You'd think that if she was a liar, that they would show a clip of something else being said and that not being the case of what she actually said it was. And you think if it was true, they would show the clip to make Alexis look evil. Um, but they didn't. So what is the truth? We, we we need the X-Files. We need Gillian and David in here to like sort this out. <laughs> it's very hard to know. I think like Alexis has been getting the villain edit up to this point. So oh, I yeah. think our, our nat- nature is to distrust her more than India. And especially since India is bringing the information. Like she has kind of the upper hand when you come out with this piece of information first. You, you're left on the back foot to try to deny it. Also, mm-hmm. Alexis did ultimately vote for Shay as well. So that looks bad for her. Yeah. However... Then why didn't Mariah vote for Shay as well? Why did Mariah vote for India? You know, you think if they were if there was a team there and they're good friends, why would Mariah vote for that? But then at the same turn, Alexis was spreading shit about Blair and Mayhem teaming up on Miss Cracker. So if she's lying about that, is she lying about this? It's very confusing. Yeah. I think the answer is that they're locked in a workroom and made to fight for their lives. <laughs> and and everyone is grasping at pointed straws to take out the next person's eyes. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's Lord of the Flies. 
Yeah, I, and I, I would say that Indian knew, having spent the, like, the last four weeks, like, with the exception of week one, every other week she's been in the bottom, she had to have known that the writing was clearly on the wall for her and she needed a big stunt if she was going to stick around. Mm-hmm. And maybe... Mm-hmm. In her mind, she was able to manipulate a conversation that she felt she'd had a week or two earlier or a few days earlier. Because it's all mm-hmm. filmed over the course of, like, like a very short period of time. So, like, this is all stuff that would have happened a couple of days before. She'd be like, maybe I could have interpreted it that way. And Because she was very much like, I need to talk to you. Can we talk to you? When can I talk to you? So, it's like, yeah. man, formulating. Quick, when, when do I get my moment? Quick, 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 quick. I'm going to go home. I'm going to go home. Let's plant, let's plant a seed. Let's plant a bomb. <laughs> If it is a lie, it's genius. It's like such a, a master Tommy Dorfman sociopath genius. <laughs> <laughs> and there we were thinking that little twink on the judging panel was the sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mayhem didn't say anything on Instagram last night. Would you not think if it was a lie about Mayhem that she would jump to her defence? Well, Mayhem did say in the talking head in that other episode, like, oh, shit, I thought we were all going to vote to get rid of the strongest one. So she'd already outed herself as that was her voting pattern, was let's get rid of the strongest one. Sure, but if, if, um, if you know, there was a lie that she was trying to gather, gather the others rather than her thinking this and not talking to the others, do you think she'd defend herself? Maybe the silence is the guilt. Yeah, that's, that's what I think. I, I, if I, you know, if we were a jury here, I would be voting guilty on Alexis's part. I think I would okay. too. I think I, I to think, the I gallows think... with her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hand me her lipstick. <laughs> are you, are India's guilty or Alexis is guilty? Everyone, kill them all. No. Uh, <laughs> off with their head. Um, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm falling for the edit, but I think Alexis is looking looking pretty evil. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, I might just mm. be, you know, it's the veil of the TV. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, you know, as drag excellence as she is, maybe competitions make her crazy. <laughs> I, I do think it's weird because the like shows like this, bring you along by like kind of they tell you what way to 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 think by showing you clips or by giving you context or you know kind of throwing in a talking head that kind of either whereas with this it's been very much left like we don't know like you're you're not given like you're, you're not given an inclination one way or another so it is like you kind of have to make your own mind up this is the bb zahara bene lipstick of all size three <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we will never we'll never know. know well we know <laughs> now but who was two seasons later Who's after Peppermint? That's the other mystery, isn't it? <laughs> of all the great, all all the great mysteries of all time, uh, you know, mur- murder mysteries, murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, Agatha Christie has nothing on this. It's summer <laughs> murders. I just, I still do not know who is after Peppermint. <laughs> I am going to be, I'm going to be looking into that, and then next week we're going to be doing a true crime podcast about who is after. Peppermint. <laughs> 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 and I was like really focusing and I mean, I understand people use this expression as a sort of colloquialism, but uh, Shay was like, or oh, no, Juju comes, pulls Alexis and is like, you know, <clears throat> are you telling the truth? And Alexis says, I'm not lying to nobody. And that's a double negative. So that means she is lying. Oh, got, we've got a, a psychologist here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, do you remember they have the body language expert in on the like the oh, big, big brother? Oh, big brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get her on. 
Do they have a body language expert in, in Big Brother? It was on like Big Brother's Little Brother. They'd be like, oh, in now is, you know, Julie. And she's like, well, you know, Emma, the way her body language is there would suggest that she doesn't actually like Victor, but she's pretending she does. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Exceptional uh, perception skills there. <laughs> anyway, so the lip sync assassin is Miss Fangie, um, mm-hmm. who I don't think is known for her lip sync skills. I know she's on the Work the World tour, but I was kind of like, okay, let's see what you've got. Um, and I kind of felt this week's lip sync partially hampered by the song. It was just kind of like, great song, a bit too stuck in the mid-tempo or something for them. I wasn't really sure. Yeah, it, it wasn't a very dynamic song. No. Um, and I don't think she, I did it particularly well, but I don't think Vanjie did that good. No one did badly. It was just, I, I, when it finished, I was like, well, they, they did a nice dance. Mm. Yeah. They presented well, but they're not. Gi- they weren't given with that much material to really yeah. ham up or be absolute mm. like a real fight. It was just yeah. a, just them being good at moving their mouth and dancing. Yeah, I thought it was Vanjie's costume. I thought it was odd that you choose to wear something that like pins your arms to your side, and then you had to spend the first like thirty seconds of the lip sync kind of trying to maneuver your way out of it. Oh, I mm. quite liked that. I thought that was the like, right, I'm getting ready. Take my, <laughs> take my sleeves off, girls. <laughs> See, I, I just, expe- I was like, I was like, is, there, is something more going to happen? Like, is, is that going to like, is she going to pull bits of this off? Is there going to be a different costume? But then it was like, oh no, like just the arms are out and now here I am dancing around with my free arms. <laughs> no, she should have filled them with confetti. Yeah, rose petals. <laughs> really? Shay is very triggered <laughs> yeah. yeah let's talk a bit about that story she had about how fans would pull off hats and reveal rose petals like that's nasty yeah but I think what happens is that a lot of the the fans of course won't realise that 30 other people in a meet and greet have also done exactly the same thing yeah because uh, they're not seeing that interaction uh, and I I I I don't think that they think they're being horrible. Yeah. But you know, obviously Shay's got her own journey with it. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, it must. I can't imagine what it's like being in Shay's position and thinking, right, I'm going to win this, and then looking over and seeing that happening and going, oh shit. No, completely. And because no one had done that before. No, mm. and like. You could even see, I suppose, a little bit in the, like, in that lip sync, kind of, like, there was a moment where she kind of looks over and is like, oh, for, like, you know, my God, like, <laughs> she she does not, not, like, not gives up, but you can just tell, like, it kind of knocks her, like, oh, crap, I don't have something like that. Um, and, yeah, I think, you're, I think that the people at the meet and greets probably would think that they're being funny or witty or clever, but then they... I think it's know, funny and witty and clever if you're doing it to Sasha Velour. I don't think it's funny and witty and clever if you're doing it to the... You know, the person is a very yeah. strong word for this, but the person who lost out because of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Sasha probably gets it a lot as well. Um, but could you imagine how many times, if people have been doing that, how many times she would have seen that and how surprised she has to act every time? Oh, rose <laughs> petals. Oh, here's more people with hats. <laughs> very amusing. <laughs> oh, very clever. I haven't seen that before. <laughs> also, some, someone's got like a beanie on or something or a cap, but there's just, it's just sort of slightly padded out and misshapen. And she's like, <laughs> here we go again. <laughs> she's just looking at the queue of fans and she's like, well, that person there is leaking rose petals. So I know what that yeah. guy's going to be. <laughs> That's it. There's just a sign at the door for the meet and greet. No hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, Shay wins. She eliminates India, which 
I mean, it was all built up that she was going to limit Alexis. So um, I wonder what that rationale was. But also the Queens, everyone had voted for India to go, bar India who voted for Alexis. So she was going home either way. Mm-hmm. I With that one, I feel like it was um, Shay's way of going... I don't know, to me it kind of felt a little bit like a, this is what you get for stirring shit up. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of how it felt. I don't know, but also she was she deserved to go that week for sure. Uh, yeah, she she definitely did. I felt like Shay was conflicted be- between being dragged into like Shay says it herself. She's like, I came into this, I was going to play a fair game. I wanted to keep the strong girls in the competition and send the weak girls home, and that was my plan from the beginning. And now I, she says she's dragged into this drama, which she was. And I suppose this was kind of her way of rising above it. And I think her little speech beforehand was purely to be like, put the shits up Alexis for a minute or two so that she could be like, I could be going home and then just be like, well, I'm actually, I'm raising above, I'm rising above this. I would say Shea wants, I think she wants to win fairly. She wants, she, she wants people that have been consistent and amazing there. And I think she she wants, she wants to go against the best of the best in that particular yeah. instance you know she doesn't want to win this easily she wants to prove that she's going to win yeah yeah it reminded me of that ge- of that meme when uh shangela eliminates chichi devane from all size three but the speech prior to that sounds like it's trixie patel so yeah. it's like the queen i'm <laughs> eliminating sounds like wixie patel chichi devane <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much it for this episode next week's peak is a design challenge and no mention of the queens coming back, which makes me think that might not be happening this season. Wait, how many are left? Five left now. So this is the perfect halfway point to bring the five, the five that are gone uh, back. Mm. I mean, I, I thought you meant come back for like a, the you know, casting the judgment like they did on previous ones. Find some way to bring all the queens back. Because it is always nice to see the returning queens come back and like have some kind of like a... Like that Lollapurusa they did, or that you know the. Um, but I mean, the, the ultimate gaggery when the queens come back and they turn to a mayhem, and they were like, you know, and they, we find out whether they, you know, whether this team up happened or not. Like that's uh-huh. what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you want you want your questions answered. <laughs> I can't just rely on body language anymore, Joe. <laughs> oh, that 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 you know, since Big Brother stopped, that body language expert is not available. Um, you know, you, you, we've we've just mayhem has the answers. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> RuPaul's deleted all of her, her like, social media now. Maybe she'd been hacked? I instantly thought, I don't know why, and I, I was messaging Keen about this, like, when, when I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, her husband must have left her. And I'm like, why did you go to that place? And I was like, why is that your... <laughs> Everyone's, like, got a different theory. I, lo- I looked up some of the, the theories people have, and some people are, like, avoiding being cancelled. Um, has some big image change come back. I think she's probably just been hacked, or... Maybe she's just gone, do you know what? Fuck the internet at the moment. My hmm. other theory is that she hasn't had any time off for 13 years. Yeah. And suddenly she's got time off and she's gone, actually, fuck drag. I've got enough money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I thought it was that, but just maybe, you know, it's constantly busy and now she has all this downtime that maybe it impacts her mental health. Maybe I thought yeah. it could be also one. I think she's a, I think she's a workaholic. So I think yeah. suddenly being forced, I think she probably, yeah, probably hasn't stopped for like, 
the past 13 years. Yeah. Mm. So to suddenly have to stop is going to, you know, it's going to fuck you up if you're a workaholic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I do think probably as well, there was a lot of pressure being put on her to make statements around the whole Black Lives Matter movement. And if she is, she's chosen to stay silent on that, that's mm-hmm. the decision she made. And obviously at a certain point, maybe you just want to get away from the echo chamber if all you're hearing is people screaming at you to, you know, use your platform, do this. And so maybe she just decided to walk away from that reason. Yeah, I mean, she... She should have, she, definitely. She yeah. should have used her platform because if, if, you're, if you're going to be the most famous drag queen in the world and a black person, yeah. uh, I think it's uh, yeah. her responsibility to say something yeah. because she influences so many people. Uh, and her her entire... This rebirth of her career since Drag Race has, has really been on the backs of the Paris is burning drag queens of color trans people so like it, it, yeah she it, it surprised me she didn't say anything or didn't come out to, to to add anything to it even like even a black tile the day everyone was doing that like even so much as that like she's just been would have at least sort of indicated solidarity yeah even if it, if it was a little bit meaningless but yeah very strange uh, she's just on our ranch <laughs> It, yeah with fracking without away. any social me- yeah fracking away uh no no social media just uh sat there wearing you know a purple hoodie and a gift mask yeah. <laughs> uh, bob the drag queen did a poll on twitter this morning and the majority of people believe india was lying so anyway, that's this week's episode of Sissy That Pod. Make sure to tune in on Wednesday when we will be covering the first episode of Drag Race Canada. Which is out now on Welcome Sense Plus if you want to go and watch it yourself. Yeah, or BBC iPlayer if you're that part of the world. <laughs> Wherever you are, you can find us. Um... Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really good. Surprisingly yeah. good. Uh, mm. I got feedback from the, um, the Meet the Queens episode that I had come off as quite tepid on all of the contestants. And I would say that I've reviewed my opinions, I was prepared to be wowed, and I have been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think any tepidness was just because of the really short clips we got. That so. is true, 100%. <laughs> also, there is a winner of this week's Fantasy League, uh, which will be announced <gasps> on Wednesday Ooh. when the um, photo fashion review comes out. There's currently a few people tying for the top, so we'll see if that separates the wheat from the chaff. Uh, he, RuPaul really threw a cat amongst the pigeons with this. If you're not at the top, everyone's in the bottom. That really sort of messed up my scoring system. So I've given a few points to B and Alexis because they got good critiques as well to maybe just make it a bit more diverse. Um, so yeah, stay tuned on our Instagram stories on Wednesday for that. And that person wins 20 euro worth of just eating. I know. I mean, I mean, what could you get for 20 euro? You could get like a proper pizza meal deal. I order a Middle Eastern meze platter from Farouz that comes to 19 euro. And a one euro tip for the the delivery person. (laughs) (laughs) Only tip your drag before, but it's not your delivery. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They should be tipping me. And I'll be on Instagram stories tomorrow, so that's Sunday, to discuss The Untucked, which delves deeper into the now furthermore iconic battle between India and Alexis for Shay's vote. Okay, until then, have a good week and we'll talk to you then. Bye! Bye! 
This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.